Welcome to episode number 103 of the Bad Bitches Losing Weight Podcast. I am your host, Melissa Rhonda. We made it to Thanksgiving week. I'm not cooking, so it's not really a big deal. I'm being dramatic for no reason, but I'll tell you what, I do have something to be slightly dramatic about. Last night, my husband and I heard the dogs barking outside, and he's like, that cannot be good. You could just tell by their bark, you know? So we did that whole thing like, are you going to go see? Are you going to go see? Uh, Are you going to go see? Because we knew what we were about to see. And so we went downstairs together and found both of our dogs rubbing their faces all over the deck because they had been squirted by a skunk. So if you've been following me for a long time, you might know that this is the second time my dog has been skunked. But thankfully, the last time it happened, it was just one dog. But we have both of them. And the house is stinky. And I'm kind of afraid because I don't even really smell it anymore. But I know that if someone were to walk in this house, they would totally smell it. We've done the whole treatment, the baking soda, the dish soap, the whole nine yards, but it's still just sort of in the air right now. So you know what I'm thankful for this Thanksgiving? (laughs) That I'm not hosting. (laughs) I told Greg I would be freaking out if we were hosting Thanksgiving and and this just happened because it's going to be in the air for days. The dogs have already had like their fourth bath. It's just a whole entire thing. So I'm glad that we're in the middle of this confidence course that I'm sharing with you because I did not need to record an episode because I am too busy doing all sorts of laundry because even all the beds and everything, I just want to make sure the smell is out of the house. So if you have any skunk remedies other than the dish soap, baking soda, hydrogen peroxide situation, I would gladly hear them. Connect with me on Instagram at the bad Melissa and shoot me a DM your favorite skunk mitigation recipes. That would be fantastic. <laughs> we really just need to get the skunks moved out of the neighborhood. But my next door neighbors feed them. And they just love it. They love to hang out and get all this food. And these people are basically encouraging a lot of skunks. We have a lot of skunks out by us. So it's a real, it's a real, real problem. But seeing that it is Thanksgiving week, that means Black Friday is around the corner. And I asked on Instagram the other day if you guys buy things for yourself during Black Friday and a resounding number of you said, yes, you do. So I decided to have a Bitch Friday special for you. It's actually going to be starting tomorrow through Cyber Monday. I have some amazing special offers available for you because purchasing things for yourself and your personal development journey, that is not a splurge. It's mandatory, and I think we can all agree there, right? We're quick to go buy an Apple Watch because we want that, but truth be told, we'd do a lot better off with handling some of our mindset or ordering a few books that we've been meaning to read or ordering some tea and sitting around and journaling. That's really the stuff that's going to move the needle in the right direction. So I wanted to have something special for you. So the best way to stay informed of the Bitch Friday specials or go to to the Bad Bitches Losing Weight Facebook community and ask to join. 
I will have posts up every day to let you know what the special offers are. And I want to let you know there's something on there that is so friggin' amazing. It's going to blow your mind and it's it's going to be your only opportunity to get said thing. Okay, so make sure that you join the Bad Bitches Losing Weight Facebook community before you listen to the rest of this episode. And then I will see you on the inside of there. So without further ado, let's get into part three of confidence. Today we are talking about showing up with confidence. Okay, so what I want you to get and understand and know to be true today, because this is true, is that our brains love, hi Anna, our brains love to see and solve problems. So obviously, like the brain does not naturally produce self-confidence. It's not like a normal state of being. I mean, that's how we've like survived in the wild, right? It's, we have a fear inside of us, which has protected us and it's served us, um, you know, through evolution, right? That only makes sense because if we didn't have fear and if we didn't fear scary things happening to us, we wouldn't be here right now because we wouldn't, hang on, let me take off the keyboard, because we wouldn't have survived, right? So that's exactly why we have fear around doing things that we've never done before is because that's very natural. Our brain is trying to protect us, right? And then what's more than that is that now it's like heightened fear because of social media and like just the internet in general, right? which is something I've actually never really went into detail about, but I want to tell you guys because I just thought of it and I think it's like really a valuable lesson. I used to struggle with anxiety. Like I've had panic attacks before where the, like I got tunnel vision and it was very scary. You know, sometimes when people often when people have anxiety they they'll tend to self-medicate so a lot of women that struggle with using and abusing food alcohol drugs sex money like whatever all all the deadly sins right they're not really sins right abusing them is not good but but you know what I mean a lot of times I would feel fearful feelings and turning on the news and reading things on social media, it triggers that. I remember the day that 9-11 happened and I was working downtown Chicago and I was the only one in my office. Like I was literally right in the heart next to the courthouse. And I was the only one in my office who was like, 
dude, you guys, we have to leave. Like we have to leave this building, you know? You just don't know what's gonna happen. And I remember watching that second plane hit and um, on the news in the room next to the, re the reception that I was working at at that time. And I got a ride home from a friend who his office let them out right away. And uh, so we drove home together. We were the only two like from our train, we had like train buddies. <laughs> he was only my only train buddy that drove that day. So we met up and he drove me home. And I don't know, I was 21 at the time, I think. I can't remember. And it was 11 a.m. ish. And I cracked open a wine cooler. I wasn't really a huge drinker before that. Even when I would go to parties when I was younger, I would do a lot of drugs, but I was never like a big drinker. I remember even before 9-11 that I would watch, um, I would go to clubs and I'd sort of just be this chick that would sort of kind of like just sit there and watch people. I actually found it more fascinating to watch how people got wasted and then they like would start talking closer to each other and just seeing how people digressed over the evening of drinking and I found it fascinating. But something happened at 9-11 that changed me in a way that I now look back upon it and I'm like, it was a very pivotal moment in my life because I came home and I was living with my mom at the time and I all she had in her refrigerator was like some cheap ass wine cooler. And I, and I cracked it open and I drank it. And I don't think that I remember a day for a very long time that I didn't have a drink. Now, I had never ever, to, now, I'm, now, we're not talking now, but like, you know, through my periods of life of being self-conscious and having fear and anxiety and all that stuff, I went quite a, a long time with, never was the kind of person that like would get a DUI or the kind of person that like got wasted every day. But I was the kind of person who definitely had at least one drink a day. Like a wine cooler, you know, you're 21, so. I mean, a lot of people drink then, but it was the way that I was using it, right? I was using it to manage the fears that I had. So this long story that I'm sharing with you today is because when I started my weight loss journey, one thing also that changed above like all the other things that changed, and this just happened naturally, I made a decision to stop watching or looking at news on social media. In fact, I would make jokes that I get my news from the Stairmaster because that's the only time that I would actually see a TV the way that the, the TV in the gym faced it, it the Stairmaster faced the, the uh, TV and it would have like, I don't know, CNN or whatever on it all the time. So if I wasn't on that treadmill or if I wasn't on that Stairmaster, I never ever saw the news and I never looked at things in the news either. And some people might say ignorance is bliss, you know, might talk down about it, like you should be more involved and you should be more aware and you should know what's going on. That's true. But if it's hurting you and if it's harming you and if it's creating more fear in your life, then ask yourself, you know, is this, is this cleansing or is this clogging, right? And that's a good way to kind of look at anything. Look at food, look at drinks, look at people, look at your career and ask yourself, does this cleanse me? Does this make me cleaner and better and feeling uh, vibrant? Or does it clog me, right? Does it hold me back? Does it weigh me down? Does it cause me to feel anxious? And uh, to this day, I literally have to ask very specific friends about political issues. It's not that I'm ignorant 
it's that I don't trust the media anyways because there's one side that's always telling their side of the story and then there's another side that's always telling their side of the story and we all know it's a little bit somewhere in the middle there, right? So I figure why fill myself in my brain with all of this stuff that is not, it's only one person's point of view anyways. I'd rather kind of go to people that really are invested in that and dig into that and aren't anxious from that, right? So one thing that ended up, you know, really changing for me is that I stopped consuming that toxic that toxicity into my life, which reduced my worry, okay, and allowed me to focus on more positive things. Because what worry loves worry, and worry loves to bring on all extra kinds of worry. So if you're the kind of woman who you someone walks into a room and they look at you and the thoughts that are in your head are Oh my God, that guy looked at me funny. He was looking at my shirt. I knew the shirt was too tight. I bet he's thinking I'm disgusting. What is wrong with me? Why did I wear this shirt? Oh my God, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed, right? And you're doing this thing. If you're the woman who keeps doing stuff like that, I want you to know that while it may not seem very linear, but perhaps looking at other ways that you can t reduce fear out of your life will help you increase confidence. Also, as I mentioned, the cleanse and the clog thing, right? When you get rid of shit that is no longer serving you, you have more time to focus on the stuff that will really serve you, okay? Think about this. Going back to the idea of the brain wanting to solve problems and naturally that's just sort of how it happens. I want you to think about that any time that you've tried to do something, that you've thought about doing something new, okay? So have you ever thought about doing something new or even a matter of fact right now, think about something that you're going to do that's new and maybe it's this exact thing. Maybe it's implementing this confidence work that we're going to do. Right after you think about, oh my God, yeah, I'm totally gonna do this. What's the next thing that comes up for you? Usually, and, I'll, and you won't even identify it until I point it out to you and then you're gonna be like, holy shit, I do it with everything. <laughs> Usually the next thought that comes up is an actual question. Your brain's gonna start to see potential problems before you've even gotten to fully dream the, the full desire that you wanted, right? A scenario for you, you know what, I really wanna start working out. I wanna start working out so bad, but you know what? Like, I don't know when I'm gonna work out. Um, I mean, I could work out in the morning, but I don't know, is that gonna work? Maybe I should, I don't know what I should do, right? And so our brain creates all this worry. And then that's why a lot of women, a lot of people in general, but I tend to speak as like we're talking to women because I only work with women, but that's where a lot of women will get stuck in that uh, lack of self-confidence cycle because they won't take any steps to create confidence because they're trying to solve problems that haven't even occurred yet. Is this something that you do? I mean, I've definitely done this in my business in the past, but not anymore. Now I'm a fucking leaper. Now I'm like, I don't know guys, I'm just gonna throw it at the wall and see what sticks. We're gonna figure some shit out as we go. But that's because I've built some confidence around that and I know what the fuck I'm talking about when I create courses and stuff like that. But if it's something new, you're gonna be feeling and having specific thoughts that you're trying to solve the problem before you even got started with the problem, right? Sometimes women will do things like not start losing weight 
because they're scared that if they lose the weight, that when they lose the weight, how are they gonna keep the weight off? I don't know, sweetheart, why don't we worry about the 70 pounds first and then we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. We all do it in all different ways, but that's sometimes the thoughts that are in our head, they don't necessarily make sense, but we're thinking them and that's exactly what's stopping you from acting and doing the work that's going to help you build the confidence that you desire. So it's like this difficult, awful spiral that you're in. Okay, so I have a job for you, but this is not exactly your homework. This is kind of like some bonus point stuff. I do this a lot with my business and I love this and I, and I wanted to share it with you. I recommend that you take some time and journal exactly who you wanna be in future tense. So you have to do it like it has already happened. And um, I want you to go on for some time and just allow it to marinate, like really go, and then I do this and I feel this way and I go here and, and they're like, what else? What else do I want? What else do I, whatever. So imagine like not, you're, you're at point A right now. You wanna get to point B, which is like your confident, sexy, fucking amazing self that you know you're meant to be, right? All I want you to do is journal on you being at B. I don't want you to, I don't want you journaling on how you got from A to B or any of that, right? Because that's you trying to solve problems that we haven't even gotten to that point yet. So take some time and journal exactly where you are like three months from now and very much what it's like. I want you to also allow yourself to write down feelings that you're feeling, thoughts that you're having, and what kind of like vibe are you radiating? Like uh, get very, very specific about it, not just about what you do or what you think, but how do you feel and what do people think, right? It's not, it's not important what other people think. It's, it's important what you think other people think, okay? Just going into that, like, I, you know, I'm so confident now and everybody in my life around me can see that I'm more confident. And when I'm confident in that way, I, you know, I really have grown in my career and I've gotten a promotion. It's amazing. Everyone really, you know, can depend on me and they really see a difference in me. Again, it doesn't matter what they think. It just matters what you think about it. Okay. So then you can go back and then you can map the how. Okay. But don't get the two twisted. Don't mix up both of them. Just focus on the, what you want and then come back and do work on the how of it. Hi, Tammy. And you can solve the problems if necessary, but I always, 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 no matter what, you have to come back to showing up as the future version of yourself, okay? That, the second one was only the best one because I allowed myself to feel the pain and feel the scaredness and anger and all of those feelings and then make the decision that the universe had my back. There was a fucking reason that that shit didn't work the first time, right? Hey, to quote Garth, Garth Brooks, baby, some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers, but that doesn't mean that you're supposed to sit on your ass and not make what's supposed to happen for you happen for you. That is your fucking responsibility to the universe, right? So remember that. Remember that. Some other confident thoughts that you can create are the more I try, the more confident I become. The more I experience, I, I get to experience more. 
okay? I like that. The more I try, the more confident I become. Now, I want you to notice something in here, ladies. It's not the more I succeed, the more confident I become. It is the more that I try, the more confident that I become. Because remember, all it is, you're, you are succeeding when you're, the ultimate way to succeed is to do something and whether you do good or you don't do good at it, but you've survived it, you get to move the chip into the self-confidence pile. So ultimately you are the real winner. So detaching the idea that you have to win to actually succeed at something. Does that make sense? This I really want you to get. Not trying, this is not a thought. This is me just talking to you. Not trying is an illusion of safety, okay? So people won't commit, they won't say I'm not trying. They'll say I'm just not gonna try right now, right? So they'll say things like, well, you know, I wanna go on a diet, but I just can't right now, but I will. I like totally well. That's them not trying, okay? So postponing something, beating it to death, overthinking it is all fear-based thoughts that are just allowing you to avoid feeling the feelings that you're scared to feel. And the feelings that you're scared to feel is failure. So you would rather fear, feel the fear and sit in the unhappiness than, than feel the feelings that would happen if you potentially things didn't go the way that you wanted, right? But there is like no 90-year-old woman that ever lived that she had a dream and she didn't do it and she wasn't full of regret. Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope that you've enjoyed this part three of Confidence. Meet me back here on Friday for the last episode in this series, and then we're going to get back to our regularly scheduled program, with the exception of a few amazing guests that I will be having on towards the end of the year, so keep an eye out for that. And please do me a solid. If you listen twice a week and you're enjoying these episodes, do me a little favor and hit that five-star rating and give me a review on iTunes. It helps me spread the word of this podcast and move up the ranks. So that'll only take you a second. Do that for your girl. Make sure you join the Bad Bitches Losing Weight Facebook community. Just go to Facebook, search Bad Bitches Losing Weight. You will find it, ask to join, and then you will be able to see all of the amazing deals that I have available for Bitch Friday. All right. Thanks so much for joining me. I will see you all later. I hope Manesco be a poet. That she bad as fuck and she know it. He stay, we just get a little closer. Blowing tree and sipping some mimosas. Yeah. And I hope she mad chill. That she smart as fuck and always keep it real. That a whole life she done better still with some peace and love that this world needs to heal. Yeah, and it's a no to her bitch face Cause this girl doesn't really fuck with shame Cause she too busy winning this game By a landslide, and I can't lie She the type, the type to die living Cause she know, she know that it's more than just existing And the Davis type chick with the hair out All the fuck boys in the back getting scared now But I'm just mesmerized by the starlight in her eyes And I wonder if we can find a ray or two to occupy together King who be reigning forever, but that's just for another day. Right now.